Back up in this bitch for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. And as always, I go by the name of Domino. Appreciate you for tuning in. Uh, if you listen on audio, you know, on your SoundCloud, your iTunes, your Google Play, Stitches, all of those. If you're watching on Twitch right now, I fuck with you. You're watching on Facebook right now, I fuck with you. YouTube, I fuck with you. Now, the guest I have today, you know, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, I've talked to musicians, I've talked to actual artists, you know, managers, you know, people in, in politics or whatever. The guest I have now is the first of her occupation I have talked to that I've been wanting to talk to uh, for a while. You know, I don't judge nobody. You do what you do. I just want to, you know, get down to brass tacks and get to like the bottom of like why people do what they do and, you know, why, why they are where they are in their lives type of shit. You know, um... She is an exotic dancer, just so you guys know beforehand. Um, like I said, I don't judge nobody, you know, just trying to get to know people, see what they got going on. And she was gracious enough to give us her time. And uh, in the building we have right now, we have Princess. Hi. How are you, Princess? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. Are you shy? You, you all right? I'm good. You good? Okay, cool, cool, cool. How was your day? It was good. What'd you do today? Um, I woke up early. I had my niece, so um, I experienced her online schooling. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's online schooling thing. I got two kids, so this online schooling thing ain't, ain't the best thing. They need to be in the classroom, but them uh, looking at a computer screen, which they already probably do all day with like YouTube and shit like that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best thing for them to do, but you know, whole whole pandemic out here. Um. Now, like I said in the beginning. Princess is an exotic dancer, you know. I don't want to call her stripper. I, I, exotic dancer, <laughs> woman of the night. Well, no, that's prostitutes. My bad. That's not you. <laughs> um, but are you working right now? Like, are you are you back in the clubs working? Yes, I've been back in the club for about three weeks. Okay, and and how's that working in the pandemic? How is like popping ass in a pan- pandemic? How is that? I scary? love it so much more with the mask. Why? Um, <laughs> Why? I mean, first, like, you know, you get drunk, you're talking loud, you're closing people's face. So mm. it's like protecting my face. Right. Um, I'm on stage. I wear my mask so nobody's in my face. Gotcha. Dances. We have our mask on. Mm-hmm. Anytime it's off is like basically at the bar when I'm drinking mm-hmm. or sitting down. Okay. So as far as you know, everything's been up to code. Everything's been safe as far as, you know, with everyone being safe, you know, just being cleanly in the clubs and stuff like that yeah no, no one's calling the corona yes. okay good to hear good to hear now did you have like a apprehension about going back to work at all yeah i felt like a lot of people weren't gonna go back um mm-hmm. and then going back and then having the club closed down again that was kind of my fear mm-hmm. now what do you do when you aren't working 
like do you have enough saved up to where you can live and be sustainable or were you like doing yeah, a side hustle? That's how I survived this COVID. Um I had money saved up. Mm-hmm. Um I also do work online. I do OnlyFans. Okay. Um and then I work phone up for Monet, um, a hair company. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Now is OnlyFans as profitable as the club? Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get fucking down to it. All right. So now how much would you say that you make on OnlyFans? Maybe like a month ballpark um like an extra thousand i don't really go so hard because i'm still trying to figure out if that's my that's your lane yeah yeah because a lot of people on only fans they busting it wide yeah they, they doing they doing tricks they got like porn on there basically yeah but that's not you you just on there you know literally, literally making a living off only fans hmm see now with i i kind of admire and i kind of like I'm, I'm hating how easy it is for some women to actually make money and to live off of OnlyFans. Like that shit, like the boom of OnlyFans in the past, I guess year and a half or so, where it was like OnlyFans popped up, I guess to be something that celebrities signed on to. It was like only your fans get this special content, like them playing music, unreleased music. And then like when I guess models and like exotic dancers got into it, mm-hmm. they really took the game over. It was like your OnlyFans is for like stripping and titties and ass and all that shit yeah like a virtual strip club it's a virtual strip club hmm. now when did you start stripping um it'll be it's actually three years this month three october year. how old are you matter of fact 24 24 so you started when you was 21 yes okay so it'll be three years soon that you've been stripping yeah now why did you decide to start stripping um i've always liked to dance but i think like social media like I seen it so much and I was like, I want to do that. I want to make money. It seems so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just went for it. Was it like, was it the fast money that attracted you or was it just like, yeah, I just the wanna... fast money. I didn't like the job that I was working at. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, why not try? Okay. Now, what job did you have before you started stripping? Um, I was in customer service and then I also was medical assisting. You were medical assistant. Okay. And none of those gave you the money that you desired to live the lifestyle that you wanted. No, yeah. not after I started stripping. I was like, this is the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, well, let's back up. Let's start from the beginning. Uh, Princess, where are you from? I'm from Hartford. You're from Hartford. Okay. Now, what's it like? What What was it like growing up in Hartford for you? I was really outside a lot. Um, I have an older sister. I always wanted to be around her. Mm-hmm. I was around a lot of guys, even like in school, high school. I didn't really have that much girlfriends. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, my life was... Pretty simple as a kid. Pretty simple as a kid, because I don't hear the best things about Hartford. So it's like, you know, it's struggle, it's strife, it's hard times. You know, you got your good times, but it's a lot of hard. It's kind of like, you know, any any other hood, any other place. You know, you got your Bridgeports, you got your New Havens. It's kind of like that. But now, uh, your older sister, uh, <laughs> does she know what you do for a living? Yes. Is she okay with it? Yeah. Like, she she didn't try to talk you out of it. She didn't try to, like, deter you. Like, no, stay, oh, no. stay a medical assistant. No. Okay, what does she do? Um, she's actually unemployed. Okay. Um, yeah. But what is what did she, okay, did she have like a normal job before that? Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, cool. You know, I I'm just saying, well, with you making the money that you do and your older sister, you know, obviously being an influence on you, she would have tried to I guess talk you out of it. Now, yeah. has has she like looked at you cuz if if you said that she's unemployed, you know, she wants to be making some type of income, has she looked to you as like how much money are you actually making? Like, has she come to you about the possibility of 
Tripping. I mean, I brought the idea to OnlyFans to her. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to really say too much about that, but yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so now, at twenty-one, you do you quit? Do you get fired from these jobs? Um, I gave the doctor my three weeks notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually didn't even find a job before that. I just said, you know, I'm giving you my three weeks, and I'll figure it out. And then after I started bartending. Mm-hmm. Um, in West Haven. And okay. then a friend of mine at the time told me about a strip club because I kept telling them, like, I want to be a stripper, like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and she's like, Well, there's a strip club across from where I work. And I went on a Tuesday. And ever since then, I've been working. Okay. Now, what was the, I guess, audition process? Like, like when you walk, like, do you just walk in on like a Tuesday and it's like afternoon and you, and you look for the boss and say, Hey, I want to work? Like, what's the what's the protocol? So for every girl, I want to say it's different for mm-hmm. audition. Um, some will actually make you get dressed, mm-hmm. go on stage, and they'll look at how you do. Or someone might just hire you off the spot. Okay. Hi- okay, so how you hire someone off the spot not knowing what they can do? Are they just like a pretty face and you hope they get money? Yeah, that was my case. Okay, but you just happen to know how to dance or, or, or like to dance? Yes. Okay, cool. Hmm. Now, what was your first night like when you, uh, I guess, got the, got the um, job, you got the okay? He says, hey, come in on this day. Yeah, so he told me, uh, come on Tuesday. I guess that was his night. And um, I went in. He showed me around the club. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess people, you know, notice you when you're new at the club. So I was sitting with a customer. I was having a couple drinks. And then, like, it was getting time for me to go on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, I went on stage and... I did fine. I was comfortable. I wasn't nervous. Okay. Only thing is, I didn't know that I had to go on stage again. I thought it was just a one-time, just a one-time thing. You yeah. Just home. So when he called Princess again, I'm like, I already went on stage, and he's like, No, you got to go on again. Oh, no, 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 baby, you working? There's a rotation. Yeah, there's a rotation. You working, baby? <laughs> okay. So now, um, are you allowed to name that club? Like, like I don't, I don't want like the reason I brought you here is because like I don't. I've talked to maybe like two strippers outside of the strip club. And I know little to nothing about, you know, strip club life, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, what goes on when you home, whatever the case may be. Now, so your first night, you do well. Now, what strip club was this that you were working at? Scores in New Haven. Scores in New Haven. All right. And do you have like other clubs that you're working at, at as well or just that one club? When I first started, that was the only club I was working at. Okay. And how many nights a week were you working? Um... I started off at four and then I just worked Friday, Saturday. Okay. Is that, is that when the most money comes in? The weekend? Um, yes. Cause there was an after hours. So that was kind of like working two clubs at once. Gotcha. Now, how much money have you made in one night? Um, I would say the night that Mano came to, um, Jesus fucking Christ. scores, <laughs> I went home with 1400. Whew. 1400. That's not bad. And, yeah. and that's, and that's split between how many other women? Oh, no, it wasn't split. That was my money. Oh, that was just your money? Yeah. Okay, because I, I would think that Mano, you know, he in there throwing racks and all those women went home with their rent paid. Yeah. It could have been more if I went home with him, but I didn't want that. <laughs> okay. So now, how many offers do you get, like, on a weekly basis of, like, come home with me? I'll pay you this much. I mean, probably once every shift of mine. Mm. Okay. Now, have you ever, have you ever taken any of these offers? No. No. Okay, what's the highest someone has, like, wanted to give you to go home with them? 
What's the most? Um, I'd say a thousand. A thousand. It's not bad. You work more than a thousand shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, um, hmm, let's see. Now you, you, you spoke about your sister. Um, what about your parents? Are your parents around? My father has passed away. Um, mm-hmm. and my mom is still around. Okay. Does she approve of the lifestyle? At first, no. At um, first, no. Yeah, I kind of hid it from her because I was I started off as bartending, mm-hmm. um, and then I just hid that I was going to the club to dance mm-hmm. until she found out. And what was her response when she found out? Mm-hmm. Um, she actually pulled up at, at me um, on me at the club mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right before I was going into the after hours. So it starts at two. So okay. I was going to the car to put my bag away. And I seen her in the parking lot and mm-hmm. yeah. And did she give you like a stern talking to her? Or was it like, did she took she you home was, with her? Like I feel like it was more like she was in shock. Like she really seen me there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It had to be fucked up to see. I mean, does your mother come from like a Christian background, a faith-based background? Or she was just like, I can't believe my daughter's doing this. Yeah. Just because I went to school, she's just like, you know, what'd you do all this for? Mm-hmm. You went to college? Well, the medical assisting after high school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I kind of get it. Now, you, you don't have any kids, right? No. Now, if your daughter wanted to do something like this, what would be your, uh, I guess, reaction? Or, or what would you think about it? Um, I would definitely want her to talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to find out the way that my mom did. Mm-hmm. But I'm totally open to it. Okay, now you don't plan on doing it. Like, you, you don't plan on making this like a career or nothing, right? This is just oh, like, no. Um, I want to give it another year and then I'm done. A year, another year and you're done. Yeah, so 25 and I'm done. Okay, and and what's the plan after that? I'm still trying to figure that out. I want to open up a business, um, Mm. and I want to get out of Connecticut. Okay, so you want to open a business, you want to get out of Connecticut. Do you have any idea where you want to go as a downside? Because most people go to, like, the, the 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 spot to go to now is like Texas. Hell yeah, I'm going to Atl- Houston, Atlanta. You know, Florida <clears throat> maybe. You know, you might want to go to LA. So you want to go. So you definitely want to go to Texas. Yeah, it's been Houston. That's where I want to go. Okay, so what's what's the draw to Houston? Why you want to go there? Um, I went when I was really younger, and I fell in love with it, and it just it stuck with me. Like Houston is where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Now, what business do you plan on opening? Um, beauty. Mm-hmm. like lashes i do lashes on the side um okay. makeup hair like i just want to do an all-in-one shop okay now you know if if you move into houston you got to deal with a lot of competition right oh yeah that's everywhere mm-hmm. i mean it's not so much a Connecticut. it's like you know there's a lot of lash artists around there's here a lot of lash artists I, I know a few in hartford i know a few you know all around connecticut but it's like you know houston's like a you a small fish in a big ass pond type thing so everybody yeah. do something now let's see where i want to take this What's what's maybe like the biggest misconception about <laughs> strippers? Because mm-hmm. um, it's like, you know, get a girl like you who's been to school, had a regular job, said that shit ain't for me. And then, you know, you want a strip. I guess like the misconception is like, oh, she a hoe. She don't know a dad, you know, this, that, and the third. Like, what's the biggest misconception that you think? I would say um, the daddy issues and mm-hmm. that you're a hoe and you sell your body. Mm-hmm. Now, did you have a good relationship with your father before you passed? I've never met him. You never met him? Yeah. Okay. So do you have daddy issues? I mean, I guess, but that's not the reason I started dancing. It was a choice. It wasn't because, mm. you know, I didn't have my father in my life. Okay. All right. Now, 
Have you seen like a lot of movies when it comes to like stripping or a lot of TV shows when they talk about the strip club life and everything like that? Mm, no. Maybe like Players Club or like P Valley or something like that. No. So now what they portray is that, you know, I guess all girls get along, you know, they, you know, they, there is some cattiness to it, but it seems like, you know, girls get along, you know, they're with each other, they help each other out. But then like another side of it is that like, it's, it's pure, just competition, you know, this bitch better not get in my way. She better not take my money. Now you said at the beginning or like, you know, off camera that you don't have any friends. Like what, what's the reason behind that? Um, I lost a lot of friends after high school. Um, mm. I'm big on loyalty and I just cut people off quickly. Why though? Like what's like what's the reason? Like you like to say I don't have any <laughs> friends or I don't fuck with people says a lot because a lot of girls like that is like something's wrong. Like I'm the issue? No. It may, I, um who knows? I don't know. I get along with guys so much and that's more. So I guess they look at me like I don't I mean, I had a bad experience in high school with that, but mm-hmm. I'm just more comfortable with guys. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a jealous female. Like, I would love to have a lot of female friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess just being dolo, like, I just work better that way. Um, no distractions, no drama. Mm-hmm. So who do you go to when you have a problem, though? Do you just internalize it or do you, like, what do you do? I write it down. I like to write a lot. Okay. What do you write? You write poetry? You write music? What? My feelings. Kind of like a diary type of thing. Okay. Cool. Now, I guess like the strip club experience, like when you first started, what's the best advice that you got when you started? Um, Someone told me the game is sold, not told. I guess that would be my mm. best advice that I got. Okay. Now, have you learned to like, I guess... Is, is is there a switch that you hit when you walk through the door at a, at a strip club? So you know, oh, like you, an alter ego, like not, not an alter ego, but it's like you know, you uh, I guess you go into the strip club and you have to have that I got to get this money mentality, like a, like a switch goes off. Of course, um, you just have to be, you have to get selfish a little bit in the club, but mm. still have respect for the other girls, common sense, um, mm. and whatever problem you have, you have to leave it outside because. You know, you you carry that on your face and you have to, mm. you know, give your customer a fantasy, a good time. Mm. Now, do you think that's a lot of things that the other girls carry with them? Like they're like selfless. They think of one, think about everybody else. They're just there to do a job and then they leave. They don't bring this shit into the club. Some. Some. I would say the younger girls kind of still have that to learn. The younger girls. So they're younger than you? Yeah, like I think you could be like eighteen to dance. Really? Yeah, with like a notary or something like that. Didn't know that shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, have you learned to like? So, so you've been there. So you've been doing this three years now. Have you like learned like the tricks of the trade? Or you still like? Do Do you feel like there's still some things that you need to learn? Oh, I still learn every night at the club, but like, like, for- can you can you spot money? Like, like, when oh, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like when they try and tell me like, oh, you just made a hundred dollars. I'm like, I know what a hundred dollars looks like on the floor right Mm. okay so now so how do you okay so do you feel like giving up the tricks of the trade like you cool with that no it's sold oh god damn i'll just ask you if you if if anything (laughs) you did want to talk about (laughs) now um do you have any regulars um yes i didn't i don't have that many regulars at the club that i work at now um but my first club definitely Mm mm-hmm and like how much were they spending like was it like a weekly basis bi bi weekly monthly um it 
be like every night they would come like every night yeah it would be like the same thing always mm. do like a vip or a few dances like the mm. same treatment now did you know like the relationship status like were they single married divorced? oh i always ask um mm. well who knows if they were telling the truth but married single you you dealt with all of them single, yeah married. Mm. okay now um have you ever had anyone that was obsessed with you so you got a regular and then you <laughs> so, talk about it oh we on my podcast, god baby. i guess we can get into that so my, talk about it. my first club um i did have a guy that turned into being obsessed with me um mm. i'm not gonna say he wasn't my type but i don't really usually go for those kind of guys mm. um but like he was very persistent he would come every night and do a VIP with me, whether I dance for him or I just sat there and listened to him trying to convince me to go out with him. Okay. <laughs> um, and then, you know, like I just gave in. He was being so nice. Um, he went on a date with him? No. Um, I just kind of like started spending time with him at the club, outside the club. But we didn't really officially go on a date or anything. He would spoil me. Mm -hmm. um, he actually gave me my, my dog that I love so much now. <laughs> okay. Now, older man, younger man. Oh, he was older. Sugar daddy. Got it. No, not sugar daddy, like but in his 30s. 30s, okay. Yeah. That's that's acceptable. Okay. But it definitely turned into being very obsessive. Um, and it's not like I strung him along or anything like that. He just didn't get the word no. Like, you know, I don't see you that way. This is my job. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. But you can see how you can misconstrue that when you spend the time with him outside the club and he buying you gifts and you're taking the gifts yeah but you know okay but do you still are you still in contact with this man or no no so <laughs> so you took the dog and just bounced no i took the dog and then it was still lingering around um mm -hmm. and then i got into a relationship and he was trying to ruin that <clears throat> and then he actually just like finally got it because i had my boyfriend get involved okay <laughs> okay get involved involved okay gotcha yeah. <laughs> now are you still with this boyfriend no no Okay, now how did he take you going out at night and dancing? Well, he told me he supported it, but I don't know how truthful that was. I mean, every man's fantasy is kind of at at some point or another is to you know to bag the stripper, be with a stripper, you know, stuff like that. So I guess so he kind of sold you on, like, nah, baby, I'm cool with you doing. Yeah, you'd be like, go do you get that money, and then like I just feel like, what were you doing while I was at the club, like? You said that to him or he, he like, like in my head, I, I was just like, does he really support it? Like, what are you doing while I'm at the club? Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel like that you can have a relationship in dance? Yeah. Why not? I'm, I mean, like, realistically, you know, I don't know a lot of men who are comfortable. I mean, you just have to have the right mentality and be understanding what your partner mm -hmm. and trust, obviously, because, you know, you could go to the strip club and leave and do something else or you could go home. Right. I mean, you know, you did have that invite from Maino, so, you know. Yeah, like, and I any, said like any, no. I know you like, said no, but anything anything can happen. But, you know, when you, like, even when, when niggas have girls and they go out to the club, like, anything can happen. You get drunk, you vibing with a nigga, you go home with the niggas, like, oh, I was out with my girls all night, my phone died. It's like mad shit can happen. Mm. <laughs> now, do you, do you feel like you could find love in the club? Like, is there a, is there a chance? Yeah. Yeah, you feel like... So has there ever been, like, somebody that you was, like, feeling when you... I mean, I thought it was going to be the stalker that I had, but <laughs> I was just like, it's really not going to work out, because I just... That's what you call him, the stalker. <laughs> this nigga got a name and shit. <laughs> but, you know, 
Fuck him. Now, do you now has that happened since where you saw a man get like a little too touchy feely? He was like, you know, coming too often to the club. Like, has that happened since? No. No. Everyone's pretty much kept their distance and kept it cordial, kept it to just a dance. Yep. Okay. Now, what's your daily routine like? Because I don't know what strippers do outside <laughs> of the club. I know, you know, they do their shit on stage, they get their money, go home, and then what happens after that? Um, Some of them have their nine-to-five jobs. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't. I work from home, so mm-hmm. kind of sleep in a little bit, wake right. up, do my errands. When you want. Yeah. So you just like... So Bank so- runs and... Get ready for another night at work. Bank runs. I like the sound of that. So <laughs> so you just your own boss. So you do your thing at the club. You wake up when you want. You do what you want. And then you just go right back to the club and just just a constant repeat. Yeah. Okay. Now, is there like a... Now, do you like work out at all? Do you like watch what you eat? Like, is there like a thing with that? Um, Make sure you don't get too fucked up, too out of place in the club. So you just maintain that same... Yeah, before COVID, yeah, but then after COVID, you know, I gained a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. Trying okay. to get that off now. Okay, are you are you back in the gym? I um, haven't been to the gym in literally three years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you just get your workout on stage. Yeah, and that's it. Okay, now let's see. Now a, a lot another misconception. Well, not a misconception because it happens a lot of strip clubs. Now this is whole like champagne room. Like shit, right? Where it's like, yo, some women will actually sell you pussy inside the club, and you can go to these special rooms and do that. Yeah. In the club that you have worked in, have you experienced that happening? Oh yeah, my first club scores. Score that, that bad reputation. I mean, I heard not so good things about scores. I didn't know that that was happening, or I didn't hear from the right. I, I know it happens in a, in a lot of Bridgeport clubs, but not you know. Oh yeah, that too. Okay. Now, has anyone, I'm, I'm pretty sure they made that offer to you, but how many, but how often do you get that offer? Oh my God. In scores, it was like all night long because that's what they're used to. That's their expectation. Mm. So, so they fucked it up for you. Yeah. Basically. And then they would wonder like, why do you work here? You know, cause Cause that you, was cause going. Not fucking- <laughs> yeah. And it still works out for me. Mm-hmm. Now, is that why you left scores? No, scores got shut down. D- didn't it get shut down after that shooting? No. Well, I don't know. I think it reopened, but mm. they just recently closed, like last summer, I think. I'm not. I'm not up on my strip club shit. So you know, I, I go to a strip club like maybe like once every three months, something like that. And if I do go, I go with my girl or something like that. It's, it's never like nothing, nothing crazy. Now, um, so your daily routine is you work, you do what the fuck you want, don't work out. You know, you just do what the fuck you want now. Do you practice your routine beforehand or you just go in there and like just let the vibes get you? Yeah, just the music freestyle. Freestyle now. Do you give the song, do you give the DJ songs that you want to hear and that you like to dance to or is it just like he plays? No, whatever? I'm not picky. No? Okay. <laughs> so, you, so you don't have like a signature song that like sets the club up when you go on the stage and. Nope. Okay. Now, what is like your signature move that like gets you, I guess, all your. I mean, I ain't asked you to demonstrate this shit or nothing like that. No, um, I mean, I guess one of the DJs say I have that bounce. I don't know what that means, but maybe that's my signature move, a bounce. You have that bounce? 
Yeah. You know them shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she acting shy like she don't know this shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, how many niggas try to like save you inside the strip club? Like, oh, you too good for this. Oh, you shouldn't be here. You too pretty. A girl like you shouldn't be stripping. Let me take care of you. Um, I get that a few times a night, but then I just go back and forth and I'm just like, what kind of stripper do you want to see in the club? Like, mm-hmm. not a pretty one. I mean, when you got your simps, you know, your niggas that, you know, think that they can actually pull you from the lifestyle and I guess make a quote unquote good girl out of you. Yeah. But, you know, not, I don't know. I don't know a, like a bad, like a stripper with a bad personality. Like they're all like good people. They just chose this lifestyle for one reason or another now have you run into like those wrecks of like human beings that just are in the club where it's just like she's in the club because like she got daddy issues and she's fucked up and she's been you know here there everywhere yeah yeah is it is it it like often or is it just like kind of scarce um i'd say scarce but definitely in the first club because that club it was kind of like they hired anybody Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young girls, um, and then girls just making money for like the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. What's the wildest offer that you've ever gotten? You know, besides the the coming home with me and the, you know the. Um, someone was like, "I want to put you in some bubbles." What exactly? <laughs> what I want to put you in bubbles? Yeah, he's like, I just want to see you in bubbles. Um. And he kept telling me that. I'm like, what does that mean? And I don't, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I guess he just wanted to see me like in a bathtub. Oh, so, with like, so like a bubble bath. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. I mean, <laughs> now what other weird fetishes? I guess come out at the club. Like, what do these guys be paying to see you do or do to them or like? Um, there's a lot of guys that like to be like kind of abused in the back. Mm. They want to be stepped on, choked smacked talk down to like they want their nuts stepped on type of shit yeah. or like they you want to be okay so they want the dominatrix to be the yeah. bdsm shit now do you do it oh i've never got that offer oh, to okay. me oh, okay. i've just heard but would you do it um probably i don't know about like the talking shit to them because that has to come from somewhere I mean, no, not really. All you got to do is channel something. All you got to do is, like, you know, if that's what this dude wants, he's paying for a fantasy. So all you have to do, like like you do on stage, you just provide the fantasy, I guess. In, in his normal life, he's, you know, very masculine and, you know, he's the, he's the boss of everything. And then at some point he wants to be, you know, submissive. He wants, he wants that lifestyle. But, I mean, it has to come from somewhere. Now, in case, so so you say in a year... You want to quit and you have a backup plan of what you want to do. If that plan doesn't work, will you go back to dance? Um, no. No? I mean, like, if it's, like, I'm suffering and, like, I need, no. Mm. So, so what do you think the backup plan would be? Like, is there a backup to the backup plan? I mean, my backup plan right now is OnlyFans. Mm. Um. Like I said before, I still don't know if I want to just put my all into that. Because mm-hmm. then you just like put under a category of that. Mm-hmm. Now, what type of content is on OnlyFans if people out there want to subscribe or stuff and stuff like that? Um, that fly is killing me. Um, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> um, content on OnlyFans, a lot of just nudity, showers, mm-hmm. um, 
Yeah, just like a, a lot of nudity, um, dancing. Okay. Now, would you take it further than that on OnlyFans? I would, yeah. but I'm still I'm still debating on that. Because mm-hmm. I feel like once I go there, like I can't I can't come back from that. Yes, you can. Kim Kardashian had a whole fucking sex tape. Now she, I guess, now she wants she trained to be a lawyer. Like you know, <laughs> it's that that's why I don't say like strippers or, or people that have like this type of like I don't, I don't want to call it sex work, but it kind of is sex work because you selling like yeah. a fantasy, you know, whatever. But a lot of women have made like you know the transition from that lifestyle to something else. You know, you got. Cardi B's, you got your, you know, Trina's, you know, you got your E's. I mean, Amber, I don't know how bad Amber Rose is doing because she's back on OnlyFans. So I don't know what that is. If y'all got that link, you know, if you want to share that. You I know. just heard her podcast, um, her podcast um, with No Jumper. She has a podcast? Oh, okay. Yeah. She was on No Jumper, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was she talking about on there? <laughs> um, That she loves doing OnlyFans with her husband. Like, he's like the, the mind behind their, like, their content. Mm. Um, and she likes it because it makes her feel like she's back in the strip club. I guess, but that sounds more like a pimp than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if your man is controlling, if 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 your man told you to get on OnlyFans, it's like, hey, this is money for us, and we can make this money. It's like, I don't see the because Amber Rose already has pictures out there, so I don't see the point of a OnlyFans. Like, what special content are you giving us? It's like nothing that we haven't seen before right but i don't know i mean teachers on now would you ever do you see yourself ever going down that road where it's like incorporating like your boyfriend or your man into your business yeah why not she cool with it, Fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> now do you think that you do you think while doing the club lifestyle that you will find a man that's cool with that like just doing doing that with you because like the the man that that was stalking, he wanted you all to himself. But you know, the man that'll share you, it's like that's that's either that's either a different type of love or he's a pimp, right? Um, I feel like a lot of guys are more open to the adult industry. Um, and obviously, when there's money involved, they're like, "Why not? Let's do it together." Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, is porn off the table for you? Mm, I mean, I had the idea, but I hear OnlyFans is paid more than porn nowadays i mean yeah but you know it's like you said once you do that i don't know if you can actually come back from yeah. that so i mean putting that type of content out there is you know you got to get your angles right you got to get right. camera you got to get all that shit right um if see. anything i would rather do that on only fans do the do my version of porn on only fans mm. now the shelf life of only fans don't seem that long i, I feel like once people get what they want they might subscribe for maybe like two three four months and then like once it's like all right it's the same titty you know same <laughs> same ass every, like every month like what am i seeing different like how do you how do you plan to i guess make your only fans more exciting for people to subscribe and get that um, money you have to take requests um some subscribe to be nosy some want to see what you have up there mm-hmm. and then there's some that just come back and forth hmm now, how much do you charge on OnlyFans? I charge nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen, so $20 a month? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Doesn't sound bad. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all the fuck I got. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, you ran through all my all my questions. <laughs> those were your personal questions? Yeah, those were questions that, you know, just thoughts that I had with the strip club life and 
everything that it encompasses. From what I've seen on TV, you know, I've, I've heard from, you know, a lot of strippers like that shit ain't real. You know, that's that's not how the strip clubs run, where it's like, you know, y'all like like the camaraderie of it all and all that shit. But, you know, y'all getting there, y'all make your money. And then, you know, I guess y'all just go home and that's it. Yeah, um, you do what you want with it. Mm hmm. Yes, that's pretty much all I got. Is there anything else that I'm missing or that you feel like no. people need to know? Or like you like, actually ran through some questions I didn't know you was gonna ask, but yeah, you know, I kind of I try to do my research. I, I don't, like I said, I don't be in a strip club like that, so I don't know how much research I could have did. But you know, I I I asked my man, you know, to to hook me up with somebody so I can get some insight. So shout out to poet, appreciate you for looking shout out. Shout out to poet, appreciate him for looking out. Um, I guess if he like, you know promote yourself you know there's people watching there's people gonna listen on soundcloud itunes google play stitcher spotify youtube iHeartRadio. Well, oh you put this on youtube where the fuck you get your podcast we are there so, um you can follow me on instagram you want your face blocked or anything like you, you just what i'm, I'm just saying because you said on youtube like, no you, i'm saying like you put it up on yeah, youtube I, I, I put it up everywhere. oh that's cool yeah, is it like just audio or it's audio and now it's visual you know i'm starting oh, to get dope. back into the visual aspect because you know i took a i took a break for a little while had some personal shit going on, and now I'm getting back into the flow of shit. So now, you know, it was just audio at first, and now I'm starting to incorporate this video shit. Shout out to my man G, and you know, we trying to trying to do something with this, trying to you know take I this a little it. further, you know. Get I you, like this setup. Get people out there. Yeah, it's all my man G. You you don't have any aspirations of, of doing music and nothing like that, right? I wish. You wish you had the aspirations. You don't want to do music. Yeah, we. I mean, I wish shit. I could do it, but she get a fucking beat. There's a mic right there. There's all types of shit in here. You know, just hit up G. You know, he he got the setup. He got the he got all that. We might have to schedule a session. Hey G, yo, get us some beats. Get uh, <laughs> get busy down here. Get some beats. We can get shit done. So yeah, promote yourself. You know, OnlyFans, your Twitter, your your Instagram, all that good shit. So you can follow me on Instagram at the only Amberly and my OnlyFans at Amberly. Yeah, subscribe, give us some money just in case another pandemic hits. So she got something to fall back on, you know. She she only wanna get this club shit another year. Yep, so, and I'm done. So you she 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 says she's done. <laughs> we'll see. Now why why is twenty five the cutoff? I for me, like I just feel like I can't go any longer than that. You can't but like I would feel weird like being twenty six, twenty seven. You know, they ask in the ship club, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And I feel like 25, that's the last age I'm tell them in the club that I, I am. I literally have seen women with, like, C-section scars and, like, bullet wounds and, like, they work in, like, mom. I, I, like, I've seen, I, remember I went to the club one time, I seen my nigga mom there. Like, this nigga I went to, like, grade school with, his mom was working. And she had, she at the time, she was a good, like, late 30s, early mm-hmm. 40s. Some girls work while they're pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I get, I, I, cool. <laughs> I mean... Right. That's kinda, you got to get set for that baby. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, want to be shaking ass and I got a whole fetus inside <laughs> of me. But, you know, to to get it how you live, if, if that's how you got to do it, then that's how you got to do it. But um, let's see. Anything else before I get off the mic? Um, I know it's going to be a fucking question I think of as soon as this shit wraps. Um, I don't know. But I I do want to hear more stories from uh, exotic dancers. So, you know, if you want to come back, well, you don't have fucking friends. <laughs> like, are you cool with? I any mean, of I could friends? pull. Like, I have two girls in mind. I could pull from the club. Okay, so I mean, friend. Like, I feel like friend is friend a very. Is a, that's a sensitive word, right? So I feel you. 
Yeah, there's bitches that I fuck with in the club that yeah. I could pull in here. Yeah, definitely. I want to, you know, get some more in here, get some more insight, see if I can, know, you know, talk to them and get their story and get their lifestyle. So, you know, well, I guess I guess one another thing I want to ask you now, being that you like to dance from, I guess, like you you realized that early, what made you go into like the medical assistant field? Um, after, well, when I was getting ready to graduate, I was still trying to figure out what I was going to do. And there was actually a girl that told me about the medical assisting program and she pushed me to it. Mm-hmm. I told my mom and she was all for it. So I just did it and I jumped on it fast because I knew I was going to get lazy if I didn't do it right away after graduating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, another thing I just thought of now, how many like, I guess situations where you had that you had in the club where like a guy got too out of control too touchy feeling it's like he had to be thrown out type of shit um does, does that oh yeah often? pulling your zipper down pulling your shit out oh niggas back at, out on you like like niggas just whip mm, out just yeah at the bar at the at the bar yeah that bar. <laughs> yeah that yeah he got kicked out asap and also in the lap dance area too mm-hmm. really touchy Mm-hmm. And you're telling them no, and then it's like I'm yeah. I'm gonna be nice because they're not gonna be nice. The bouncers are oh, they're no. ready to. They got a job. That, that's the only reason they did. They angry right. one for throw niggas out. So. Now, have you ever been scared? Like, is there a night that you've been scared? Like, like a we, customer? Either a customer, either like a night that you was overwhelmed where it was just like too much going on. Like, yeah, some nights when it's really crowded, I get like overwhelmed. Anxiety. I guess. You get. I mean, you gotta have some type of. Okay, so you on stage, you close off. I mean, when I'm on stage, like the anxiety that's gone, but like when I'm like sitting back and I'm looking at all the people in the club, that Mm. gets me overwhelmed. And I'll go to like the smoking lounge, Mm. go to the bathroom, the dressing room. Mm. Um, so so that switch comes on. Where yeah. Okay. Now, is there like a I guess a mental health regimen that you go through? Because you, I guess, to be an exotic dancer you have to have some type of mindset where it's like you can't let this shit affect you whether it be the customers the women that you work with the owners like there has to be some like what's your what's your release when it when it when it's all said and done like when you leave the club what's your your getaway what what like what what, what brings me back down or something what brings you back down to you know um i i guess like being on my way home like my safe place Mm -hmm. um and the night is done, and I'm making it home safe, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, but to to me, when you say that, that would imply that there's just too much going on. Like, 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 there's too many emotions going on for you to deal with. And then when you get in the car and you're on your way home, there's that sigh of relief. Now, is that something that you've always dealt with? Where it's like, I'm doing this because I like to do it, but it's still it's it's still a mental strain. Right. You have to be very mentally strong for it. Um. But I guess when I'm done and I'm by myself, like I'm, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Are you an introvert by by nature? Yes. Okay. So I don't know a lot of introverts that dance. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of them like that out there in your face, people like the, the like the people person. I don't know a lot of a lot of dancers that are like just like you know, I'm an introvert, but I do like meeting new people, having conversation. Mm-hmm. But after the tendencies, yeah. But after that, like this is it. Like Mm. I'm going back home by myself, and I'm good. Mm. Just you and the dog. 
Yes. What, what's the dog's name? Fenty. Fenty. <laughs> Got expensive taste. <laughs> now, do you splurge on your... Okay, so so when you... uh, So you've obviously banked some money because of the pandemic. You said that you've been able to live off that and OnlyFans. Like, do you, like, splurge, splurge a lot on yourself? No. Um, I'd say my first year I splurged on myself, but um, now I'm way better with money. I like to save, and I know that this isn't forever, so it's like, why am I going to spend money on materialistic things? Um, hmm. Okay. Now, a question in chat that we have, he said, how often do strippers get hurt or injured when they work? Um, I haven't seen anybody get hurt. In any Nobody club. sprained the ankle, you know. No. Trick up on a pole. Nobody's like, doing any crazy shit, especially because mm. the poles like aren't really that. Sturdy? They're like, like not those tall, long poles. Oh, no, nah, I, I ain't talking about like the Magic City ones that go like fucking 20 stories up. But I'm talking yeah, other about than that, that, no. No, nah, but I mean, I've I've seen I've seen some strippers take a take a take a dive. I mean, other than like being drunk and like almost twisting your ankle, that's about it. Is there a point that you ever got too drunk? I guess to calm the anxiety. No, because I've seen I've I've seen a few strippers that have gotten too fucked up to even dance, and then they have to go on the back or they got to go home. Yeah, I've like, seen that. That does that happen often though? No. Do you see a lot of girls that like quit on the spot? Or it's like no. this ain't for them. Like, I've heard of strippers, like, they think they want to do it. They get up on stage by, like, the end of their set. They crying, and then they off, and then you never see them again. No, I just see, like, hear a lot of complaining, but nothing like, I can't do this anymore. I'm quitting, no. Or everybody just, you know, sticks it out and be like, I got to get this money somehow, somewhere. Right. How often do you hear the excuse that, like, well, not the <clears> excuse. <throat> um, What other, like, reasons have you heard for other women stripping? Um, other other than they like it like you know the whole i'm paying my way through school well school extra money mm -hmm. um helping family out mm -hmm. or their boyfriend getting them out of jail or some shit like that mm. okay now are there a lot of women at the club that do this in secret like they just sneak yes. off in the middle of the night and, and <laughs> a lot of um girls hide it from their boyfriends mm -hmm. I'm, I'm i'm guessing they're from out of the, the state or out of the city right Oh, no. There was a girl I knew that she was local. She was actually dancing in her hometown. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got the chance for niggas to see you. Now, have you been recognized outside of the club? Oh, yeah, and I hate it. And you, and you hate it. So, so what's the what's the conversation like? Like, hey, Hi. Like, just keep it really pushing. Like, hi, how are you? Mm -hmm. And that's it. There's nothing else we need to talk about. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you know. Like, Unless it's like someone like like a genuine customer, someone that I don't mind sitting there and having conversation with. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Now, um, in case they do want to see you, what clubs do you work at? Right now, I'm in Mystique in Bridgeport. Okay, not the Stanford one? No. No, okay. All right, so what, what days do you work? Is it like, is it, is, is it when you want to work or is it just like, you know, they, they set you When you want to work, but you definitely have to make a schedule now. Mm -hmm. Um. And I like to do two days out the week and then the weekend. Okay. All right. And then like the weekend is when you see the most profit. Now, do you work from what, like 10 to like four or like 10 to what? Not, not to four, like 10 to two or like what? What's, what's your hours? Um, during the week, a little bit early, like maybe five to five to one. Mm -hmm. Or I can go in a little bit later, but then the weekend, like nine to two. Mm -hmm. How's the food in, in, in the strip club? Is this, is that's it? the thing is i never had a club that served food um mm -hmm. 
until now with the pandemic, we're serving glizzies. <laughs> so y'all serving hot dogs? Yes. Why the fuck is y'all selling hot dogs? Why, I don't why, know. Why but not like wings or like, you know. I, I personally don't feel like there should be any food in the strip club. I think it takes the, the sexiness out of the club, but. Food. Well, I mean, you get niggas in. I mean, looking at all the ass, you might get hungry. You know, niggas, niggas come in there, they smoke, they drink before they get in there. You know, you might work up an appetite. You know, who knows? I mean, anything to get more money. It's, it's not like they just right. paying you. Now, has there ever been a beef between? Because I know I heard this before. Has there ever been a beef between yourself and like the bartenders at all? Bartender. Because mm, they tend to be. They tend to be a little snotty. I did have a little, you know. Nothing serious, but mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm not going to order from her anymore. Um, but I did have beef with a dancer. Well, she had beef with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the beef about? It was a party in the after hours. And um, actually, no, it was a video shoot. So there was like money in every direction. And obviously, I'm taking money that's right by my feet. And mm-hmm. she took it as I took her money. Okay. And she just... She dragged it all the way to the end of the night. <laughs> okay. Um, now, is, is that a common thing? Because I always hear like the, uh, like in a lot of clubs outside of Connecticut, where it was like the, the, the bartenders get paid way more than the strippers because they're, they look just as good as the strippers, but they're doing way less. They're just making drinks and looking sexy. There's no clothing being taken off. There's no dancing. It's just like, be nice to the customer, might get a tip and that's it. Like, is, is, that, is that a common thing in the club where it's like strippers versus bartenders? Well, I think, yeah, but I think I hear that mostly like in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, the bartenders make good money out there, good tips. But even like in my club, like I know there's uh, bartenders that have their regulars that come in and they're there for them and mm-hmm. they get tipped out really good. Okay. Now, do you plan on spending your next year that you, uh, until you give this up <laughs> for good, or do you plan on spending that year in Mystique? Or do you plan on like going somewhere else where you could possibly get some more money and then it's like, I'm out? I, I want to travel, but I got to figure out how this COVID thing is and how they do with the out, out-of-state out dancers. But yeah. there's a couple states I want to hit. Like what? Uh, I want to go to Chicago, um, Houston, okay, and Arizona. Arizona? That's not a place I'm here too often. <laughs> yeah. No Vegas? No, n- nothing like that? Oregon? No, I know someone in Vegas and it's really not what it is. Uh, for me personally i've been to a vegas strip club before it was it was it was all right she looked like she made out with a lot of money but it was a white girl i don't know the you know yeah. I, don't, I don't know how they treat colored girls in, in vegas strip yeah clubs. the cattiness i don't i don't like that yeah i mean it is what it is oh let's see anything else anything else anything else um no that's pretty much it that's all i got so you know if you could put the word out to you co-workers you know definitely I would, I would appreciate some more some more insight on club life see if i can you know just just get some stuff I, I might make this a series i don't know I don't, I don't know what i'm thinking about doing like i like i said i talk to a lot of people where it's like they, they deal with music or they deal with like art or they you know they in some other field or whatever but when it comes like the brass tax like the you know the the nightlife people like i want to talk to like more promoters i want to talk to you know you know more exotic dances. I want to. I just want to talk to a different array of people. So you know, if y'all want to send suggestions in, Domino Effect Podcast at Gmail dot com. Any comments, questions, or concerns? You know, if y'all got anybody in mind that you want me to, you know, sit down and chop it up with, you know, let a nigga know. Um, 
other than that, uh, Princess, I appreciate you coming and giving me your time. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, as the saying goes, one thing's for certain, we too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the name of Domino. That's Princess. And uh, we out of here. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening? C'est tout ce qu'on a fait.